welcome everyone. This is Beth Davis and welcome back. Welcome back to In The Loop. We have not uh, posted in a while, so I'm very excited to be with you all today as we're wrapping up 2020 and more excited that my friend Marion O'Brien, who is currently sitting in Ireland, uh, is with us today. So Marion, welcome to In The Loop. Thank you, Beth. I'm really looking forward to this and lovely to connect and be able to see you as well today. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Mary and I had the, the, the one good thing, there's lots of good things that have happened this year, but something good that happened this year was getting to meet you. Um, Mary and I met through our shared uh, connection with Agile People. And uh, as we shifted to online facilitation, we immediately connected with each other. And today we're going to talk a lot about um, our, our mutual experiences with HR and our passion for helping the profession continue to grow and evolve and uh, stick around at the end. Marion and I are going to actually be facilitating together here in January for the uh, IC Agile Agility and HR certification. So we're, we're super excited to share that with you. Um, but as we jump in, Marion, would love to just have you introduce yourselves uh, to our listeners and to those watching the video. Uh, let us know how you got to today um, and, and what drives your passion. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Beth. Um, well, what got me to here is I've worked in the kind of people um, space and culture space for about 25 plus years um, in a variety of very large global financial organizations. Um, and in that people space, that's either been in the grad space and technical training, but the majority of my career has been in that kind of leadership development, executive coaching, and looking at organizational effectiveness, particularly in, in latter years, working with clients who are going through change and transformations. Um, and I've worked in-house and then in latter years as a, as a consultant. And then earlier this year, set up a business with three partners, which is called Project X Partners. Um, and we launched Perfect Timing just at the beginning of COVID. So we've had, you know, Good job that we're already passionate about um, business agility and HR agility because we've been able to really um, dig deep and be able to tap into those resources that we had to get through this year. Um, and in terms of my personal passions, I mean, well, Project X, our, ours, our purpose is about enabling uh, the people side of change for our clients. So you know, and that, that certainly speaks to my own personal drive around how do we help individuals and teams and therefore then organizations to kind of pay forward um, by looking at how do we help people get the most out of what they're doing in any given time or situation. Um, and for me, the kind of business agility and HR agility really speaks to that. Um, I, I love a human-centric approach to things as well. I love creativity and innovation. Um, and I love the kind of integration and kind of collaboration with others, but particularly looking at new approaches and technology and integrating things like that into what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, I love the kind of passion people and just helping individuals, I guess, empower them to be their best selves. So, and then personally, very quickly, I'm in Ireland. I'm generally based in London, um, but I'm very fortunate that I managed to get back to Ireland to spend a couple of weeks with my family during these very challenging times for everybody. So lovely to kind of have my feet back on ground. That is very familiar to me. 
That's awesome. And and what I love about um, what you said is, uh, you know, I'm here as some of you are listening know, and some of you who don't in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so southwestern Pennsylvania in the United States and uh, meeting Marion and others in the agile people community from around the globe just brings this uh, very, very clear connection that you know, we're not alone and that finding people who are, are like-minded, not in the sense of, of groupthink, but really about shared passion and different ways of helping organizations and people really reach their potential, but also enjoy what they're doing and, and help create workplaces that don't drive stress and anxiety and, and affect people's well-being is, you know, why I'm drawn to this work myself. And, and I think for me, it is similar to Marion, you know, I've spent about 20 years in um, the gambit of HR. So from recruitment and talent acquisition to people development to core HR benefits, payroll, comp, uh, compliance, all that good stuff. And, and what has always struck me is it's in, still in service to people. And, and I, I talk often about our product in HR as a profession is the employment experience, the whole thing, you know, from the, from the coming in the door mm. to the walking out of it, however you walk out of it. And to me, the concepts of agility and then uh, my, my passion about Scrum too, as a framework for delivery, just started to come together and say, you know, any one thing alone can do good. But if you bring the three worlds together around <laughs> how we organize people and deliver our work products and services, how we are together, the mindsets and the belief systems, and then all of the people practices and services to me, that seemed to be the thread of where the magic could happen. So, so my passion, you know, isn't about, you know, changing HR, disrupting HR. I mean, yes, it is change. Yes, it is disruptive. But for me, it's about elevating the profession that I joined 20 years ago to say we can do so much good um, with and for others um, and help other people feel really good about joining our companies. So that's kind of my little spiel about the why, why I do this um, and, and how I got into it. Cause I just thought there's gotta be a better way. It can't just be one or the other. Can't we, can't we do it all? <laughs> can't we do it all together? And I, I love hearing that as well, um, Beth, you know, as you say, we got to connect to the adult people community and, and there's a reason why that report was there. Um, we have similar passions, um, but it's lovely to hear, you know, you share your words around it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And Marion, for you, you know, thinking about the work you've actually done, um, I, I often talk to people about, you know, the, the agile mindset isn't new, right? And Scrum isn't even new, right? It's been around for 25 odd years or longer, uh, all these different ways of working. Where along that journey of 25 years, can you claim um, agility? Um, and not just recently, like, where could you claim it? Where could you say, hey, yeah, I know we were, we were embracing those principles and mindsets in our work. Do you have any examples you could share? I do. And I'm actually, you've just brought me back to one of our very first conversations that we had outside of the workshop, um, where I was sharing with you an expression a friend of mine, Connie, uh, came up with when, she, when we were having a conversation a couple of years ago about Agile, and she said, it's like old wine in new bottles. Um, and what she meant by that was, you know, Connie and I used to work together in the 90s um, for a large, you know, global financial organization and <clears throat> American bank. And for me, when I first started working with them, it was the first time I had heard about performance management. And, you know, I had to write goals at the beginning of the year and I had them reviewed um, on a regular basis. And there was a conversation about um, so what do you want to do for your career? What do you want to do to develop yourself? 
Um, and that really, I remember kind of being, uh, having my mind blown by it and a little bit terrified by it as well, because I was like, oh, so you're, you're not responsible for managing my career. I actually have to do something with this as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, for me, it goes back and like, you know, working for that bank, and they were true meritocratic in their behavior. So the language is different to maybe some of the terms we use in agile frameworks, but the intention was the same. So we used to talk about, you know, teamwork. So coming together as teams and, you know, bringing expertise in from other parts of the organization. So we'd brainstorm ideas together um, and then we'd run a pilot. You know, and um, <clears throat> then we'd see how the pilot would go and then we would build on it and we would see what other things we could add to it and, and get feedback from people. The client was always at the heart of the conversation. If I have to admit, maybe not always felt because we didn't get out to the clients, you know, so it was kind of we knew what we were doing was for the end result of the client. Um, and also just that sense of collaboration and um you know owning your own development being accountable for your development we used to talk a lot about entrepreneurial and entrepreneurial skills as well at the time mm -hmm. um and you know it's the first time as well working with leaders particularly you know in the early noughties when i was um facilitating a designed and was running and facilitating leadership and development programs um, with middle managers and senior managers and executives. Um, and we used to talk about, you know, creating authentic leadership and transparent mm. leadership. Um, and we used to talk about, you know, um, emotional intelligence. So back then, um, and that's where for me, I get, I, I always refer to it as kind of, I got my stripes professionally um in in the world of corporate work of work um and i had the opportunity as well of taking that out to asia and, and living it in hong kong for a while and, and kind of building a strategy out there around people and looking at how do we build for the future and then i spent some time in new york as well so i also got that cultural exposure mm -hmm. um and learned a lot about you know that that diversity and the opportunities that first of all, you need to be mindful of because not everybody is not the same, um, but actually how you can harness that diversity and how you include people in, in what you're doing um, so they feel part of the co-creation. So for me, it kind of goes back to those days. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I love, and maybe that's what, and that was also for me when, Career-wise, I was at, you know, I was in flow. I, I just, my career was a little bit like a Harrier jet, but it was wonderful. I, you know, I worked really long hours, but I loved it. And I loved going in and trying new things and learning new things and being thrown in the deep end. Um, because it was when I felt really uh, alive and aware of what was happening around me and really in tune with the people I was working with um, and being supported by them and loving being able to support them back. So for me, that, that experience, using that today in the work that we do at Project X um, and what drives me personally 
is because I know how I benefited from it in my career and how I've been able to help other people on that journey, particularly um, with managers who then have gone on to hold senior positions in other industries yeah. and other organizations. So I've, I value it because I've lived it and I trust it and I know how much more alive and I feel as a result of working in those ways. There's so much you just said. And I, I if, if you're watching this as a video, but it, even if you're not just listening as Marion told her story, just hearing the energy and joy and passion continue to come through, that's why I do this too, right? And, and it's when people can start to connect to purpose, um, connect to a sense of, of meaning and belonging. And, and a couple of things that Marion, you talked about that, that um, I agree with so wholeheartedly is that when you are in that flow and, and you are enjoying the work that you're doing and, and you know who you're doing it for and you get to get that feedback and collaboration, it gives you a sense of purpose. Um, and I think that that's not something you can force. It has to happen naturally. Um, and one of the other things you talked about, I similarly, I've said this in other podcasts, in 1999, my first job was a people development assistant at a, at a technology firm here in, in Pittsburgh. And, and so that was my indoctrination into quote unquote HR, but we were people dev and everyone was like, what the heck is people development? And, um, you know, it was, it, I didn't know any different. So, and, and people development, you know, back then, I, again, I didn't know that it was anything different. I just thought that that's what the job was. And, and similarly, uh, I grew up very rural Western Pennsylvania and at the time, 20 some odd years ago, Pittsburgh was a big city to me. And, and then I got to start to work with folks from all over the globe. So I had colleagues in Brussels and London and Singapore and in uh, New Delhi and Bangalore. And I thought, oh my gosh. And I, I jumped on a plane and, and went to Belgium and, and we were creating, like you said, different projects and programs around um, policies, procedures, performance management, recruitment. And, and what occurred to me very early on is what you said, it was just the, the idea of culture and diversity and inclusion just always seemed very normal to me to not um, dictate this is how it has to be or here's our standard process. And I've carried that into multiple jobs in my career where I've worked with different organizations that have different uh, cultures that have come through acquisition or different lines of business. And, and it's this mindset of how do we, from, a, from an HR and product standpoint, do what needs to be standard and consistent because of the laws and compliance and, and things that we want to make sure are fair and consistent. Um, and recognizing that not everything has to be standardized. And, and this was kind of my shift into the agile world about 10, 10 to 15 years ago when I started to do more project management. And I met my now husband who was talking about Scrum and extreme programming in his software development career. And I said, like, wait a minute, that's how I like to work. And I've, I've told the story a, a few times, but what I've, what I've realized now, uh, because I do do work uh, as a Scrum trainer through Scrum Inc. And, and we've launched Scrum for HR as a program, and, and the reason is not to say that it's any different than normal Scrum. It's this idea of taking these beliefs and feelings uh, and, and ways of wanting to create that you just described and putting a delivery framework around it. So I, I have extra passion that not only do we want to create something that's useful mm -hmm. and valuable to the end customer, but we can use these frameworks to do that incremental goal getting incremental delivery so that as a, you know, HR, and I've, I've always talked about this is let's not do change to people. Let's do the change with them. Definitely. And if we're building it with people, there's a greater chance of adoption and change success 
So it's marrying not only we want to maybe shake up how we do pay um, raises or, or rewards, or we want to shake up recruitment, not seeing it as a project, really think of it in terms of product. What's the product that we want to get? What's the value we're trying to create? And to me, this is the wraparound for being strategic. Um, and in and, and elevating the profession. And that kind of gets back to my comment about, it's not about shame and blame of HR. It's about continuing to elevate the work and also sharing in the responsibility because the work that we do, and, and we're going to talk about our class coming up here soon. Yes, HR practitioners from all disciplines are, are welcome and will benefit. And so will anyone who cares about people, right? Who cares about leading a great organization and who also cares about creating workplaces that are thriving and successful. So I just think the tie-in to people say, is it, is it Scrum? Is it Agile? Is it for us? Is it not for us? It's, it's listening to us talk today. I hope people are inspired to say it's about creating great workplaces and places that people want to be a part of, regardless of industry or size. So Marion, could you maybe talk a little bit here as we wrap up about our upcoming class together? Um, I'm very excited to get to facilitate with you, um, but you know, what can people expect um, and, and how can they learn more? Um, well, I just think it's a great example in itself of us being kind of agile and collaborating and um, being able to harness the diversity of experience that we have. So we, um, for those who don't know, we are um, uh, facilitators of a program which is certified by ICIDOP and it's called ICPAHR. Um, and it's not just, even though it has HR in the title, it's not just for people in HR, as Beth was saying. You know, the kind of people that we've seen come on the program and really get a lot from it are people who are in comms role, in engagement roles in organizations, any people lead or manager type role. Um, but we've also had some, you know, individuals who've come along and uh, from finance within organizations, risk and control officers, operational managers, because ultimately, as Beth was saying, it's about people at the core and about the culture and how do we bring everybody together to collaborate to build that. So um, working with Agile people, um, we will be offering a virtual program starting in January um, for participants in the US. Um, and we will also, from a time zone perspective, we're also really pleased to be able to run it at a time zone that works for our network out in Australia and New Zealand as well. So anybody who comes along will be covering both sides, if that's the term to call it, of the globe. Um, and it's the program will run, it's very interactive. It's a blended learning experience. So um, once you sign up for it, you'll also get access to um, a couple of the Agile People books, one that we actually got to collaborate on earlier this year, um, the Agile Principles, you know, your call to action for the future of work, which um, looks at the principles in Agile People and 30 plus authors from around the world who've come together to collaborate and share their experiences and research and thoughts about taking those principles and bringing them to life um, in working environments and generally. Um, so you'll get access to that. Um, and the, uh, the blended learning on the, the learning management system, there'll be lots of videos, reading, um, uh, white papers and case studies that you will have access to. 
Um, and then that will be supported with uh, five um, interactive sessions where you'll come together um, through the power of Zoom, which is amazing. And, you know, we will work with tools like Trello, Mural, and a few others in there as well. You'll get to go out into breakout rooms to learn from each other, to kind of work on some real life, um, maybe challenges or problems that you're trying to work on. Um, and ultimately then leave um, empowered um, and certified, hopefully, on the submission of your um, assignment to then be able to take that forward um, uh, into your organizations as well. And the program's great because it goes into the, the fundamentals. So we go back to, you know, the agile story um, why where it's come from and, and how it's being used and some great examples of success. Um, we will look at the, the leadership side of it, the mindset, the behavioral side of it, um, look at the various kind of people processes or the employee life cycle um, and look at, okay, so what are the options in looking at that and creating greater agility in how you apply um, that across your organization, and particularly anyone who's in kind of HR and people, management people related roles. Um, but you also get to become members of a great community. So you will have access to Beth and myself as facilitators, plus our various partners and collaborators. Um, and then through using Slack, which you will be invited to become a member of the broader Agile People community as well, that you, know, you get access to that great resource ongoing um, to be able to kind of put questions to and yeah. share information with. So it's not just training, it's kind of membership um, has its rewards, I think, is an ad slogan um, for uh, uh, American Express, I think, but actually for Agile People, <laughs> membership will also have its rewards um, in relationships and, and networking. So yeah, great yeah. opportunity. That's awesome, Marion. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to, to share with you. And I think you'll, if you join us, you'll get a very unique experience and if you can't feel our energy um hopefully you'll have a lot of fun with us too and and i'll share um in the podcast uh links below we'll we'll give you the details of how to sign up and and ways to get involved and also how to get in touch with marion and myself if you want to ask some questions and uh want to learn more about the program but i think you know ultimately our goal today was to to again continue to just reaffirm um, the connections uh, across the globe uh, reaffirm why it matters for us to continue to focus on elevating our workplaces and 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 also the profession that that we've joined. Um, and I think that the more we can continue to connect people who have similar passion and goals uh, to realize not only are you not alone, but that there's this network that Marion talked about that you can think with and collaborate with and solution with, and that there's no one way to do it. Um, and that's mm -hmm. the thing about this experience is there's no recipe. Um, it's really about thinking, what do we want? Who do we want to be? How do we claim ownership and, and do great things together so that Quite frankly, our workplaces continue to be places of attraction and health and that um, do good, you know, for people and, and with people. And that when we go home at night, we can feel good about the work that we did and not have any of the negative side of things follow us there. So I know that's our passion. Um, but with that, Marion, I just want to thank you for being here. I know it's end of the week um, and, and towards the end of the day for you. And I just look forward to hanging out with you in January and providing great value to the folks who choose to spend their time with us. So for now, I'll say thank you. And we'll talk again really soon. Thank you, Beth.